Today, we're going to continue our discussion concerning mental health awareness as May is Mental Health Awareness Month. We're going to deal strategically with suicide as it is affecting more than 47,000 some odd people in this country. Prayerfully, we can give you some helpful hints, some aids and some guides on how to prevent and how to help someone who is struggling with a mental health crisis leading to suicide. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, and you are listening to the Stay Focused Radio Show. Hello and great day. Welcome to the Stay Focused Radio Show where we are connecting faith to life. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. And for today's daily perspective, we're going to come from Galatians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. The word of the Lord says, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men especially unto them who are of the household of faith. I understand that in life, you know, we do get weary. I know that in, you know, doing good or being the better person can all can at times be draining um, because, you know, it's like, well, why do I have to be the one to always, you know, be the bigger person? Why do I always have to take the high road? Um, But the thing about it that I have learned in life um, over the years is is simply that, you know, God honors integrity. Um, God honors integrity. And so um, when we look at the word of the Lord and when the word of the Lord says, be holy for I, the Lord God, am holy. um, That word holy comes from a Greek word where we get the same word, our English word, um, integrity. And so what he's saying is literally, you know, you operate integrity, you operate in integrity in the same manner and fashion that I, the Lord God, also act as um, an an integral God. Um, As a believer, you know, we have to guard our character as well as our reactions. Um, And in doing so, uh, uh, 
it, it prepares us to finish the course that has been set, set before us. But a lot of times when we are bombarded with an, with an overwhelming um, sense of, you know, despair or, or weariness, um, you know, even in doing good or, you know, uh, doing what's right. Um, again, it could be frustrating. It can be um, at times draining, especially if you are under an onslaught of perpetual uh, um, derogatory comments, derogatory or uh, demeaning statements. In other words, when you live a life of doing good and 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 never being appreciated, uh, you know, you're, you're doing your best to be there for everyone that you can be. Um, and it seems like it's never enough. It seems as though that, you know, your good is never good enough. It seems like you're always reaching or, uh, um, you know, what you're reaching for is never going to be in reach because someone will always have something negative to say um, about you doing your best to be the best version for them. And therein lies the problem. So I want your daily perspective to be uh, and to understand that here in Galatians 6 and 9, where it says, let us not be weary in well-doing. Well-doing has nothing to do with everyone else. Well-doing has to do with the standard of God, the standard of his word concerning your life. That's right. You can do well by everyone else's uh, standards and still measure up to the, a level of greatness as far as what they deem to be great. But when you find yourself doing well, according to what God wants for your life, it, it literally frees you from the stress of having to be the best you can be for everyone else. One of the things that I'm glad personally that I am delivered from is people. I'm delivered from people's uh, opinions of me. I'm delivered from people's uh, uh, concept of, uh, of who they think I should be, what they think I should wear, how they think I should act. Even uh, people's, um, you know, overrate, overreaching and overbearing opinions about even things as far as my hair is concerned. Um, you know, I am free from all of those things. Therefore, when people do say things concerning certain parts or aspects of my life, I am not bothered. I am not moved. Why? Because I know, number one, the good that I'm doing, I'm doing it as unto God and for the glory of God. And I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm not, and, and, and there are many people right now who are growing weary in well-doing uh, because the, the, the well-doing that they are presenting or putting forth it is all for people pleasing. And when the people are not pleased, it is leading, sadly, too many to a, to a, to a pit of despair to where they want to throw in the tile, uh, the towel, and they just want to end it all. And so that's why I said our daily perspective needs to be, look, everything you do, everything that we do, everything that I do, it must be for the glory of God and him alone. There isn't room for anyone else. And besides, the word of the Lord tells us that our God is a jealous God. And so, look, let your perspective be, look, I'm doing well, but it's for his glory. That's right. It is for his glory. And guess what? 
at as long as you do things for his glory and you know, look, if it had not been for God who saved you, who changed you, who uh, recreated you in his image, um, we know, we know without a shadow of a doubt um, where we would be. And for that, we thank God that we are changed. Glory to God. We're, we, we, we have been made new creatures. That's right. You are no longer who you used to be. We are no longer the same. Speaking of which, got a song coming up by a dear sister of mine, Shanray Cerise Price, with the song No Longer the Same. And we'll be right back after this. Here it is.
Welcome back, everyone, to the Stay Focused Radio Show, where we are connecting faith to life. And I have my co-host with me. That's right. Dr. Leslie J is back in the studio. Give her a big God bless you. How you doing, sis? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, you know, as we continue our discussion today um, about mental health uh, awareness. Um, and before we even start this segment, I just, just want to point out and remind everyone Again, that um, if you know anyone that is dealing with um, depression and or suicide, um, you can reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. Again, that number is 1-800-273-8255. Help is available and you can speak with someone today um, and the hotline or the lifeline rather is available 24 hours a day. Um, also, uh, within the next couple of weeks or next few weeks, starting July the 16th, 2022, um, you will be able to dial 988 as the designated uh, three-digit dialing code that will route every caller to the National um, Suicide Prevention Lifeline. So again, that three-digit dialing code will be 988. And I think that's... Uh, great um on a scale of um help that you do see some kind of progression with that but uh dr uh leslie j yes as far as you know our mental health awareness and you know helping those that are dealing with suicide um you know because it's it's kind of people say it's kind of hush hush within such as, you know, the black community. Um, do you think it's hush-hush or do you think that since social media wasn't around as much as it is decades ago, <laughs> that mm. that's the reason things are more well-known or do you think that it is like a taboo thing to talk about? I, see, that's kind of, that's kind of, um, that question's kind of loaded. Okay. We know back in the day, it was taboo. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, because like you said, social media and this generation has grown up a little differently than we did. Um, they're growing up with a whole host of things we didn't have to worry about, like mass shootings. Let me just say it. Okay. Yeah. So social media, we didn't have that. So we... I'm trying to say this in a nice way. We weren't as self-conscious as they are. Gotcha. Um, They compare themselves to who they see on social media. They compare themselves to people who have been airbrushed. You know, stuff that's not even real. Literally airbrushed. Yes, ma'am. And they end up um, depressed because they're trying to reach um, something that they will never reach. Um, and they they just care so much about what people think about them. And I just don't yeah. think, I just don't think we were, we were, it was that bad when we were growing up. You know, it's like, we knew it was okay to fail. Um, everyone fails. Because if you don't fail, then how do you, can you measure your success? And so I think now 
Um, they spend too much time on social media. A lot of times social media is the babysitter. Parents don't even know what's going on. They don't know their kids being bullied. They don't know their kids are contemplating suicide. They don't know their kids are planning to shoot up a school. And so I just think that and with with our community, it's after the damage is done. Because I think that if someone said if, if someone is perceived to have to have a mental issue, a lot of times, and I'm just I'm just putting it out there. A lot of times I feel that a lot of times a lot of black men will downplay it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with him. I know someone who's going through that right now. Um with her son and her husband's like there's nothing wrong with him. He's all right. He's fooling you. That's all. He's playing around with you. But when she tells me what's going on, no, there's something wrong. And do you and, think that even with that with with that being said, do the earmarks or the triggers that you you know have heard, do you consider those to be cries for help? I do. I do. They are cries for help. But um see, when the husband and wife not even on one accord with it, it's kind of yeah. hard. Yeah. And so it's it's a cry for help. And and I told her, I said uh, well, let me just say this uh, because I'm not naming names. So the husband yeah. wants to, it's like he's playing games with you. There's nothing wrong with him. You need to just tell him he got to leave. And she's like, I'm not telling my son he has to leave. Where is he going to go? And then if something happens to him out on the streets because he has nowhere to go, then I'm going to, you know, feel guilty for the rest of my life. And so the thing about it is, why is it you have to throw someone out when they're experiencing some mental issues? You know, I, I don't understand that yeah. concept, but that goes back to that, um, the heterosexual strong man. Yeah. You know, yeah. everyone's, everyone's supposed to be strong and you know, you can't, oh, you, you're not crazy. Nothing's wrong with you. You playing games. You try trying to pull one over on your mama. Um, but I see right through you. And so, and I told her, I said, listen, I said, I'm sorry, but right now don't listen to him. I said, he needs, I said, your son needs help. And so you need to do what you have to do to get him some help because he's crying out for help because that's why he's coming to you and telling you stuff, yeah. you know? And um, and the sad part about all this is this right here happened because he he was doing very well. And then the Sino started um, hanging around the wrong people, started um, smoking weed, which the guy told him, he, he told his parents this, the guy told him that the weed he's given him is synthetic. So... There's no telling what's in it. And I think there's um, a, hallucin a hallucinogen in it. Yeah. Um, and because every time, every so often he's tripping. And so I said, no, this is real. You know, this is real. And he needs some some real help. I said, please don't listen to um, your husband and and throw him out. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Because that's that's the easy way. That's the easy way out. You know, I'm going to throw you out. Boom, now I don't have to worry about it. Well, if it's that simple, then you have no love for that person. Yeah, yeah. And but just it's, like it's you called said, denial. You know, just like you said before, you know, yes, the way that we grew up um was totally different than, you know, this generation, whereas um a thick skin was developed um because people 
weren't so afraid of being truthful that they were being politically correct. Um, right. That we have to deal with the truth and the reality of life. Um, that everything is not well, they, what they say hunky dory, and everything's not a bed of roses. That's um, right. Um, life happens, and that's my nice way of saying that today. Um, and mm-hmm. with, with, with that being said, when you have a culture of people who haven't been raised to deal with the reality exactly that, um, that everything is not fake news. That's right. Life is hard. That's right. Um, um, the grass is not greener on the no, other side. It's not. Sometimes it's astral turf with fire ants underneath it. So there you, you know, go. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. You know, and and you know, we were raised. You know, um, you know, as we do every every show. You know, we uh, we talk about weight or health. You know, I I don't have a allergic reaction to exercising um, <laughs> be, because um, because I'm lazy or anything like that. Um, it's just because I don't want to. There you go. But there are some people who take things like that upon themselves to exercise. Okay, so when I was growing up, I remember one time somebody, uh, a relative had called me hips, right? Ooh. Yeah. Um, but mind you, then I was real, real, real skinny. So at the same time, being called hips, I was also called a stick figure, saying I looked like I was from Ethiopia. Wow. Um, and so, but guess what? I never wanted to kill myself over any of those comments. No. And 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 I mean the main reason why because I had comebacks for all of them. There that, you go. That, that's right. <laughs> you uh-huh. know, and 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 one of the false realities that people have did their darndest to change is the phrase phraseology, if that's a terminology or word. Um, Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never <laughs> hurt me. That, uh, apparently, that's a lie. I know, right? You, they don't even say that anymore anyway. You notice that? <laughs> I know and I know somebody that's listening to us right now, they probably said, where did he get that from? That sounds good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, that was the way of life. Sticks and stones may break your bones, but words can never hurt you. But that's only true if you know who you are. And a lot of times people dealing with suicide and depression and these things that are going on in their lives is because they are unsure about the reality that they're living which is their life um, um you, you you spoke on something a minute ago and um on last week's show dr miles who, who was with me uh we started talking about how people self-medicate um and practice escapism uh, through the uses of such things um, like marijuana and and other drugs, um, do you see that as being triggers to underlying mental health conditions that that people may not even know is in the family um, from a medical perspective? Can you know, the, uh-huh, can that trigger, can, that, can that trigger something like that? I'm gonna tell you what I really think because mm-hmm. I've had this conversation with someone else. 
I think that a lot of the stuff out there, because it's synthetic, there's two, there's things that it's been cut with. I think that if you smoke some old, I don't want to say good old fashioned marijuana. I, I don't, I've never smoked marijuana, but I've heard, I've heard things that people like it who smoke it they think it's good but I, I feel like if you're smoking regular I know people who smoke marijuana on a regular basis okay mm-hmm. probably every day but yeah. I think that what happens is you get some people who do cut it with certain things that are detrimental to your health and I think that um if you cut it with certain things, it's going to cause other issues. Yeah. Um, it's going to cause you to trip. You know, they're upper. Back in the day, we said uppers and downers. Mm-hmm. Um, now, let's just we're going to we're going to use those two terms right now. So let's okay. just say I'm selling you some marijuana and I cut it with some uppers. That's going to hype you up. That's going to probably, that's going to have you hallucinating. That's going to have you paranoid. It's going to have you tripping. Well, you can't tell me that once that high comes off of you, once you come down from that high, you can't tell me that it hasn't affected you permanently, long term. And so I, and now here's the worst part. You keep coming back for it because what I have, it's addictive. And instead of you thinking Man, I don't want to experience that again. That was some crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. You're drawn back to it. You're drawn back to it. And guess what? If you don't get any help, you're going to, you know, there's no telling what will happen to you. And see, the, this person I'm telling you about, her son came to her and said, um, he needed something to calm him down. And he, and they, it, he told her that the weed calms him down. But I still think that maybe the first time the batch he got, or maybe even now still, it's it's laced with something. And yeah. I think that's why he trips because in between all his smoking weed, he is talking about um he's being hunted. He's tripping. Wow. Yeah, he's tripping. Um so I think I truly believe I don't think that that's just regular weed. I really don't. Yeah. You know, so is it possible that different people can react differently to weed? Yeah, of course it's possible. Yeah. Is that yeah. the case in this situation? I just don't think so. Highly yeah. unlikely as far as I'm concerned because I was also looking at something um that Snoop was talking about. He was talking about a type of weed. He said this type of weed, he, the way he was explaining it, it sounded to me like what this young guy probably was, has been smoking. And Snoop, let me tell you what Snoop, now you know Snoop, right? He's a, a, a marijuana connoisseur. Yes, and you, you know what he said? He And I, I wish I had saved the name because I looked it up. He said this type of weed, he won't even smoke it. Wow. So that means it's out there. And people are smoking it. And there's no telling what's going on. So when you get um, someone who ends up, you know, hurting themselves or hurting someone else, you just never know what. Yeah. You know what it could be. 
Wow. Um, I mean, just to mention something that happened, you know, years ago, I don't know if you remember this, um, but there was a guy who um, had taken some bath salts and he was tripping because some people use bath salts. I found out people use bath salts. And when I say bath salts, I'm talking about like Epsom salt and stuff. They use bath salts internally. They'll drink it. And it's supposed to help lose, help you lose weight. I guess it, uh, you know, breaks down fat or whatever. Cause someone mentioned that to me one day about um, how he was going to drink some and he had to make sure that he did the correct amount because mm. otherwise it'll harm you. So apparently this young guy, he drank some bath salts and it was the worst. He went and um, ate the face of a homeless guy. I think I remember that. Yeah. And so when I first heard that, I was like, hold up. I was like, bath salts? I said, why would he be drinking bath salts? And then when someone, um, a customer had come up to me and mentioned that they were going to that they were doing that and they had to make sure they measured it properly because otherwise it could be harmful. I said, shoot, then you do some research and find out, you know what he did? He, he, he did it incorrectly because people always think more is better. And so he probably used too much and drank it, which you shouldn't be drinking it anyway. I don't care what nobody says. And he started hallucinating. You see? Wow. So that's, that sounds to me like that's what happened. So what happened? No, so I thought, I mean, okay. So there's a, a guy the other day who says to me, Leslie, um, my doctor just put me on a Torvastatin, Lipitor, you know, yeah. for um, cholesterol, high cholesterol. You mm -hmm. want to know what he said to me? He told me what his cholesterol number is. And you know what he said to me? He said, do you think um, it'll help me? Um, it'll be better if I take two at a time. See, this is how this oh, is how wow. people think. This is what people no no this is how people think. More is better. Okay, so let me see. My number is so high that instead of doing one a day, shoot, if I do two a day, my, that number come down faster. No, you're gonna hurt yourself. Yeah. This yeah. is this is what the problem is. Got a question for you. Um, was the type of uh weed or cannabis that Snoop won't smoke, was it called Sun Rocks? Yes, that was it. Okay. Um, this is from a report back in August of 2019 that uh, that he said that. Um, and while, while we're at it, um, if you're listening to uh, the Stay Focused Radio Show right now and you have had an experience um, that uh, Dr. Leslie J is referring to with a loved one um, who is possibly crying out for help and need assistance. I want you to call us here at the Stay Focused Radio Show at 330-362-FOCUS. Again, that number is 330-362-8733. We want to take a small commercial break and we'll be right back to continue our conversation with Leslie J here on the Stay Focused Radio Show right after this. Mind-blowing, riveting, empowering. Encounter the life-changing presence of God through developing a lifestyle of prayer with your copy of Back to the Altar, enthroned in the power of prayer by Edmund C. Brown. 
You'll be empowered to authentically and effectively speak life into dead situations by proper understanding of the Word of God. Own it today. Available at Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Amazon.com or visit edmundcbrown.org. adult day health care program and our overall mission is simply to improve lives, to improve the lives of older adults, adults with disabilities, and their family caregivers. Culture Life Center is very much like daycare for children or school for seniors. We often refer to it as school for seniors because it's a place where seniors can go during the day and take part in activities, learn about new things, um, meet new friends, eat nutritious meals. We offer all sorts of activities during the day. We do a lot of exercise, a lot of movement, a lot of music therapy. We do um, devotionals and Bible studies. So adult day services is a wonderful alternative to nursing home placement. So we pick people up at their homes in the morning, bring them to the center, and then take them back home in the afternoon. We provide a breakfast in the morning, a lunch and then an afternoon snack. An important part of what we do is health care services. We have nursing staff that will monitor a person's health condition, make sure they're getting their medication on time and taking their medication properly. The first day I came here, I really enjoyed it and I enjoyed the people that I uh, work with and be with. I like to eat, I like to dance, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. At Coltrane Life Center, our mission is to improve the quality of life for frail and impaired adults and their families through specialized adult daytime services. Coltrane Life Center offers an affordable alternative to in-home, assisted living, or nursing home care. For more information, contact us today at 704-788-1215. Or check us out on Facebook or our website at www.coltrainlifecenter.org. It's about life, living interest for everyone. Are you interested in promoting your church, business, or book during our show? Simply call us today at 330-362-8733. Again, that's 330-FOCUSED. And we're back. Thank you for joining us here on the Stay Focused Radio Show, where we are connecting faith to life. I'm here with Leslie J., um, my medical specialist, because y'all know her doctorate is for medicine. Mine is not. I have to I have to say that every time. My doctorate <laughs> has to do with the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> but when I do say something medical, I do not talk know what I'm talking about because I make sure I research stuff because I don't like to be wrong. But <laughs> Leslie J., <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. You know, before, you know, and, and yes, we are still talking about suicide. And um, again, these, these things such as drug usage um, often are what put people or send people over the edge um, mm-hmm. um, unknowingly and unwillingly. And, you know, recently we had, um, well, yeah, we, um, for those of you that don't know, I mean, I know I may have not have played a country song on the Stay Focus radio show, but I love some country music. And one of my favorite artists uh, was uh, The Judds. Okay. Oh, um, yes. And Naomi Judd recently Mm -hmm. uh, passed away um, by her own means. Yes. uh, Which is suicide. And, you know, again, and and I'm pointing that out because it's sad, it's tragic, because a lot of times the younger generation they get frustrated because they're not obtaining like you said the imagery of success but they're ne- they're neglecting to see the reality that even the even those that have success mm-hmm. are ending it all yes because because something is still missing and let let me just go ahead and say this here that yes i firmly believe that if you are dealing with anything um for um as far as a mental health crisis is concerned, please seek professional, legitimate uh, um, help, you know, uh, medical help in that area. Um, At the same time, personally, I know Jesus himself um, to be the reason why I'm in my right mind after dealing with some things and experiencing some things. And I'll get into that later on in the show. Um, but if it was not for him, I know I would have lost my mind um, just with dealing, like I said, dealing with life as it is. But for those that want to self have found themselves self-medicating um, and if you are a parent, we want you to pay attention. Um, just like Leslie J said, everything is not your child is doing something for attention. That's right. Our kids are crying out for help. And the sad, damnable thing about it all is that the adults who should be the adults in the room have decided to politicize everything. Yes. Instead of dealing with the issues of the quote unquote uh, children that they say that they love so much. You know, the other day we have had another um mass shooting in this country um you know and don't know too much of the details as of yet um concerning it but one thing i can say is we've been here before yes we have and and we have to understand that when our kids our youth our children see things of that nature it's like how i what stress level do you think they go through? You know, when when mm-hmm. something that like that happens, you know, um, you know, and then if you're too busy, um, um, mom trying to be sister and dad trying to be big bro instead of being mm-hmm. the parent. That's right. <laughs> you know, they don't they don't need you to valid to uh, uh, to to co-sign on the foolish things. You know, and and I, that look—that's just me personally. Um, 
because there should be a standard or well, let me not say should there is a standard as far as parenting is concerned yeah that you know you know just because they're young and all the kids are doing it I, you know didn't we used to say that those things were unjustifiable reasons for doing something that's right <laughs> But now it's like, oh, well, you know, the kids, it's all right if they did it because their friends are doing it. Well, we can't even say um, anymore, well, if your friends jumped off a bridge, would you do it too? We can't even ask that question anymore because they probably will say yes. Yeah. 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 And then then come home and say, we didn't get hurt. (laughs) I know. And, you know, the sad thing about it, I was talking to my coworker about this aspect of, you know, even with mass shootings you know if you want to own a gun own a gun um mm-hmm. if, if you want to go hunting go hunting mm-hmm. but no person outside no let me say it no person no private citizen should own an automatic weapon not at all which, which is going to be more powerful than law enforcement that's right and so there's no justification for it whatsoever. And like like we said, we've been here before. And no, and so if you really want things to change, guess what? The answer is not prayer. No. Nope. Did he say that? He said that's right. The answer it's is not true. prayer. If nope. you want things to change in this country, how about you really go and you vote people out of office? You that's know, those right. who would like to vote. Vote people out of office that have been in Congress and in the Senate for decades that have allowed this foolishness to go on, both Democrat, Republican, and independent alike, and stop being financed by the NRA and all of these other uh, companies out here that are just pocketing millions of dollars, all the while your children are being assassinated. Not your theirs. children are being slaughtered. And not, not theirs. theirs. But uh, let me calm down. Get me no, warm, because bro. they make everything about that and people who are voting don't seem to get it uh i don't care how you've been voting all your life how your parents voted you have to look at what these people are doing or not doing and make a wise decision um when all of those republican what congressmen or i don't know what they maybe congressmen had gotten um you know shot at on that baseball field and one of them was jacked up that didn't even cause them to enforce um, tighter gun laws. All we're asking is that people can't buy what AR-47s, that's what they're called, and assault weapons, and that people who go to get guns have to get a thorough background check. And if there's anything um, recently regarding your mental health status, we need to look at that to determine whether or not you are suitable to own a gun. And these parents, First, they're they're the worst because these kids are getting these um, weapons from their parents' arsenals. Yeah, I mean, look at yeah. look at the woman who um, gave her son that gun, and he went across uh, across yeah. what, a couple of states to kill people. He had nothing yeah. to do with what was going on. So the parents, they can say what they want to say, but the parents are getting, giving these kids access to these weapons. And and with that being said, oh, you know, if you don't want to. Um, get tighter gun laws or stricter gun laws. All right, but how about you come up with some consequences to put people in jail that allow their children 
you know, to go out and do the idiotic, crazy, murderous, and hateful, malicious things that they're doing and stop pointing the finger at political parties and, you know, and be the parent. But here's the deal. Um, I'm looking at something online right now. Now, this is what happened. We're trying to, uh, we need to be figuring out what we're going to do next um, to prevent this from happening again. Well, you have a, a congressman who right types something. See, this is the problem with social media. He goes online and you know that he's described, he described the shooter as a quote, transsexual leftist illegal alien. First of all, what does that have to do with anything? And first of all, second of all, first of all, it's a lie. Second of all, yeah. why are you even putting that on? What? It, how is this going to help things? See, this is part of the partisan problem, the partisan BS. Yeah, you yeah. More, you're so busy trying to say, oh, he's transsexual. He's on um, a left, so he's saying he's a Democrat. He's an illegal alien. Who freaking cares? about any it's first of all it's not true but if it was true who cares how is that going to help us and how is that going to bring back those children right how is this going to help the next shooting to not happen but this is the problem and these are adults these are not children this is representative from arizona this is what you put online after a mass shooting this is why we're in the situation we are in today Exactly. Exactly. You know, this is why nothing changes because you're so worried about beating down on Democrats. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? You seriously? Who does this? This is a grown man putting this here, and you wonder why the kids are screwed up. Yeah. And you wonder why they don't value their own lives. Exactly. Because because they see that the people that are in charge don't know what they're doing and, 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 and really could care less. Exactly. It's ridiculous. You know, um, you know, the, the crazy thing as far as even when we, you know, start talking about suicide, um, t- b- before COVID, if if you can picture this, you know, because you know people act as though the world just started uh-huh. during COVID. Um, um, before COVID, suicide has been a major pub. Um, and in 2019, um, suicide was the tenth leading cause of death overall in the United States, um, literally claiming the lives of over 47,000 uh, some odd people. Wow. And and yes, we know that suicide is a complicated and it is tragic. But the thing is, it is often preventable. And I think that knowing the signs or the warning signs um, for suicide um, and knowing how to get help and can save lives. One, one thing that I want everyone to know is that everyone plays a role in suicide prevention. You know, that's right. We, we all we all have to do our part in preventing someone from from ending their lives. We have to all do our part from preventing someone from going out and committing mass murder. We all have to do our part. You know, and when I say doing our part, I'm I'm definitely not talking about voting right there. 
you know, sometimes your part is speaking love into someone's life instead of spewing hatred and vile, like you said, um, that individual, you know, just use all the vicious, you know, uh, slanderous things against someone who's dead and who cannot defend themselves. Uh, themselves and so and, and let me mm-hmm. be perfectly clear we're not condoning justifying nor defending not um, at all um, the gunmen the point is the labeling of such individuals after a crime has been committed does not address the fact that something could have been done to prevent what was done right exactly you know, I mean, and, and, and let's be honest. Um, um, individuals that um, killed JFK, uh, the individual that shot Ronald Reagan, the individual that uh, shot Martin Luther King, the individual that shot Malcolm X, um, they were never described in the manner in which people are describing these people today. You know, it was said for what 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 it was. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yes. You know, it, it was described for what it was. It was it was not political whatsoever. No, it wasn't. And so, the the, the simple fact that there are young people, there are people in general that are crying out for help. You know, and I, and I know I've said this before. Before COVID, people were already dealing with suicidal thoughts. Yes, and those thoughts pro- most likely went away because their their access to other people was limited. So they they probably got some kind of peace of mind. They all they needed was a break. Let's just be honest. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't, I don't know if people realize this, but some of y'all will drive somebody to drink. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That is the truth. Huh. <sighs> You know, and, and 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 not because, you know, people are just annoying, but because people are so narcissistic and self-centered that if someone's crying out for help and you don't even notice. Mm. Now, sometimes the, the cries can be subtle that are not, you know, they may not be definitive. But if someone comes out of their mouth and say, I'm tired of this, I'm ready to end it all. That's that's a red flag. Take him. You got. Sometimes you just have to take people seriously, and um, even if they're playing, even if they're not serious, it's like I rather, you know, err on the side of caution. Exactly. And the thing is, is like I think a lot of times people just don't want to be bothered anyway, and so it's easy to just ignore people, you know, things like that. Because you, you just don't want to be bothered anyway because you're too selfish to even take the time to um, care about someone else. Yeah. Say it. Yes. You know, you know, especially you know, looking at everything that we have before us today. You know, isn't it sad that um Yes, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. But the saddest thing about any awareness month that we have is that things only get focused on during that month. And then things go back to like, okay, now let's 
Let's do something else. Oh, we talked about this. We talked about 9-11. It's like 9-11, everybody got along. Didn't matter what color you were. Didn't matter what language language you spoke. Everybody helped everybody. Everybody loved everybody all of a sudden that day. Then, you know, give it a few days later, we were back at 9-10. Yeah. Because Americans have amnesia. You know, oh, the greatest country. No, please stop. You know, I heard I heard this morning on the news um, that this is the only country where you have mass shootings at schools. Wow, that's a problem. And then, but but see the, but then what you do is go online and just say something negative about the shooter. That's your solution. And then you'll get a whole bunch of people to chime in. (laughs) Yep. They'll look at this and they'll sit there and they'll laugh about it or they'll agree, you know, because some people, they don't even realize some people, everything they hear, they just believe because they're hearing what they want to hear, you know, itching ears. And they'll sit there and they'll laugh about something like this. This is why nothing changes. This is why. You know, and we'll even get into the thing of being pro-life. But don't you think pro-life even deals with things that end life prematurely? Well, that's the problem because people who say they're pro-life, they don't see anything but the baby issue. They don't realize pro-life means that when you see a black man get killed in the streets, and if you don't have a problem with that, you're not pro-life. They don't realize you know all that kind of stuff that these people kill doing these mass shootings if you don't have a problem with that you're not pro-life yeah especially when the mass shootings are racially motivated right you know you can't tell me that the uh charleston shooting some years ago wasn't racially motivated yes it was the demon of hate or demonically led but you cannot tell me that the rhetoric and the imagery and everything else that went along with that boy's persona of what he related to was all hate. And he knew what he was doing. Totally. And we need to start calling these things what they are. Let's start calling these people what they are, domestic terrorists. Exactly. And you do realize that um, on the list of domestic terrorism, um, and I don't know if those of you out there listening are, are aware of this, but guess what? One of the one of the institutions that's on the list of domestic terrorists, are you ready? I'm ready. Is the church. You know, I knew you were going to say that. The, the, the church of Jesus Christ is listed as as a domestic terror organization. Mm-hmm. And I know right now people are probably like, well, which church? The church. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Anything, anything that has a voice, anything that has influence, anything that, that can effect change is listed as domestic terrorism except for your congresswomen and your congressmen. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. 
Wow. But who am me to judge? <laughs> oh, you you are fit to judge because the Bible says you shall know them by their fruit. And you're judging them by their fruit. Yeah. And this is really, it's just so sad that I just can't get over this, this comment here. And I'm sure there were several others too. Yeah. But this is the response. Not, you know what? It's time for tougher gun laws. N- none of that. Not anything. Heck, even just tell parents you need to uh, spend more time with your kids and and know you know what's going on. Talk to them. So maybe you can figure out these things ahead of time. None of that. Not nothing. No yeah. accountability. It's not about accountability. It's about pointing the finger, blame. Ooh, he was this. Seriously. And you know, just like we talked about before the show. Um, you know the the Bible speaks of things getting worse um, and th- again that's not a, a go ahead to let things get worse it, you know it doesn't exactly. mean that we should not it doesn't mean that we should not be praying um, but as the believer as a quote unquote God fearing country you would think that we would be more focused on making sure that our friends and loved ones and children knew the Lord Jesus personally as their savior in the event that something crazy and tragic took place, that you at least know without a shadow of a doubt that heaven was their home. That's right. But again, you like you said, accountability. So instead of dealing with the guilt and the shame of not even having those conversations, well, then too, you can't introduce anybody to someone you don't know. And that is so true. You know, because like, as I said before, so many people know the Constitution, they know the Bill of Rights more than they know their Bible. That's right. And they really don't know the Bill of Rights or the Constitution the way they say they do it. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Because if, if I told people right now that separation between church and state is not written anywhere, they would most likely try to argue me down. Mm. But it's not. It's not written anywhere. It's just something that has been said. Wow. There's a lot of things that have just been said. And things that just have been said over and over and over again. And people think it's gospel. And it's not. Yeah. But see, people don't research things for themselves. Research? That's how like work. What you talking about? Oh, shoot. What am I saying? People won't even... You can't even get people to, to read read anything. Whew. Not unless it has a picture attached to it on social media. There you go. And they're so worried about the Kardashians. and I don't get it. I just don't get it. So we're, they're so busy keeping up with the Kardashians. And meanwhile, their kids are planning to shoot up a school. Yeah. You know, let me tell you, I have a nephew in Florida who they put, somebody put something um, out there saying something about, um, you know, about the school the next day. Um, it was uh, one of his um, children's school. I think it was his daughter who's in high school. And um, about how they were going to 
shoot up the school or something. My nephew and his wife, they, they said they don't care if it's real or fake. They kept their kids home. Yeah. A lot of parents wouldn't do that. You have to be so in tune with what's going on right now. And I'm not yeah. talking about on social media. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you weren't about uh, Megan Thee Stallion and, and you, you know, you weren't about all this stuff and you're commenting on this stuff. And why? Yeah. Don't let your kids get on their phones during um, dinner time. That's family yeah. time. And you as the parent put yours down too. <laughs> You know, I've said this before about my husband and I, we, we go out to eat and, you know, we talk and stuff when we go out to eat. Um, we'll see other couples and they're both just looking at their cell phone. And we're like, what? <laughs> like, dang. And it just doesn't look good. Wow. Uh-huh. And I, know, and I know they probably look at y'all like, what are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> They're not on their phones? Oh my gosh. How dare you come to a public place and have a conversation? I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, look, Leslie J, thank you so much, Dr. Burgess, for, for spending time with me today. You know, look, we 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 will continue this conversation next week. It's been a pleasure. Trust me, it has. Hopefully, so again, we won't have a yeah, but hopefully, we won't. There won't be another mass shooting between now and then. We can prayerfully, prayerfully so. Mm-hmm. Prayerfully so. And look, pray, and hopefully, um, there won't be any suicides because, hey parents are just so politically led that they're not even paying attention to their children's cries for help. Exactly. Or that, you know, that the parents aren't, are just ignoring the child because they think they just want attention. Mm-mm-mm. But, um, we'll be right back <laughs> with, our, <laughs> with our midday momentum. Um, and again, um, if you are um, again, help is available um, for you to speak with someone today at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Um, you can reach them again at 800-273-TALK. That number is 1-800-273-8255. And again, if you have any um, any concerns or want more detailed information, you can also visit them at the suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Again, their website is suicidepreventionlifeline.org. And we're going to take a break and we'll be right back after this.
estate broker and owner of Servant Heart Realty Group. Whether you're a buyer looking to buy your first home, a seller or a broker looking for assistance, just hit my line and you'll be fine. You're righteous, you're true, you're omnipotent, you're sovereign, you're wonderful, God. We love you in this place. We call you high and we call you lifted up. And we exalt your name in this place today. You are the praise, God. There's none like you.
Finish Line Christian Center. You are listening to the Stay Focused Radio Program with Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. When life is hard and you need a place to run for healing, for connection, for hope, Finish Line Christian Center is ready and waiting with open arms to help. Located in Mount Holly, we are a real church for real people, preaching and teaching the extraordinary gospel of Jesus Christ with ministries designed for all ages and backgrounds that will feed your faith. Find your new family at Finish Line Christian Center. Learn more at flcconline.com. And now for your midday momentum. Welcome back, everyone, to the Stay Focused Radio Show, where we are connecting faith to life for today's Midday Momentum. Um, I want us to look at Matthew chapter 14, um, a passage of scripture that deals with Jesus walking on the water um, and Peter inevitably um, being invited um, to do the same. Um, as this series is entitled um, Mind Over Matter, um, you know, the phrase is typically used as a motivation to overcome difficult obstacles um, or the idea um, is simply that, you know, if you put your mind to it, you can do anything. Of course, there are limitations to this encouragement um, when you have to realize or, you know, the laws of nature, uh, because no matter how much a person believes he or she can fly, by flapping their arms, the laws of nature will prove otherwise. You know, reality has a way of um, bringing us back to reality. Um, some call gravity as well. Um, some people try to apply the concept of mind over matter to scripture um, in an attempt to explain some of the events, you know, that are recorded in scripture. Um, for example, some might say that when Peter walked on the water for a short distance to go to uh, Jesus, um, that he was able to do so because Jesus was was teaching him to put mind over matter. And yes, it is true that Peter walked on water, um, but I can assure you that had nothing to do with mind over matter. Um, the Bible in itself does not um, uh 
come into agreement with uh, with this phraseology or with this um, with with this um, idea of mind over matter. Um, the, again, there is no scripture to support the idea that the human mind has the power to overcome the laws of nature, or that even our minds can exert an observable influence over the material world. And you will see those that um, try to do things or practice those things such as telekinesis or anything uh, uh, of of that belief system. Um, But the Bible gives us plenty examples um, of God's mind over matter, but not our mind. And so when I say mind over matter, I'm not talking about our mind. I'm talking about God's mind, his will, his way over the the matters of our hearts. Um, Because in Matthew 14, um, Jesus walked on the water of the Sea of Galilee um, as a display of his own supernatural power. And when his disciples saw him, um, they did not say, look at his mental powers, uh, you know, and then, you know, he goes on. Peter asked for the ability to do the thing that he saw and witnessed Christ do. And he did that by saying, Lord, if it's you bid me or tell me to come to you on the water. And in Matthew 14, 28, we see that Jesus told Peter to come and in so doing that, it instantaneously gave Peter the ability to operate supernaturally as Christ did. Um, It is only when Peter began to fear and he noticed the waves and the wind that he began to sink. Jesus then caught Peter and we, 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 we see the reality of where some of us are right now. It's not that you don't believe God. It's not that, that um, you're not trusting in him. But right now, I understand that the waves and, and the winds are so boisterous that they are being so distracting that it's causing for you to lose focus on what Christ And God the Father have told you. You know, sometimes we have to come to the reality that it is nothing wrong with questioning ourselves when it deals with doubting faith. And the problem that the the problem that led to Peter's sinking was not a lack of confidence in his own mind, but a lack of faith in the Lord who was sustaining him. Is that you today? Do you have faith that God will continue to sustain you? Do you have faith enough? You know, look, you, you're working one job right now. And I know money is tight. But that one job that you that you have right now, it wears you out and you're so tired. But yet you're considering getting another job because things are not adding up. Do you have faith that God is going to sustain you? Because I can tell you, I can most assuredly tell you, if you add another job to your plate right now, it's not going to end well for you. You have to consider your health. You have to consider your, your, you know, um, you know, we say things like, well, I'm doing this for the kids. Well, guess what? If you work yourself to death, then what about the kids? 
What about your children then? If you work yourself to death, what about the house payment? If you work yourself, you know, and I'm saying that just to bring you back to the reality. It is God's mind, his will over the matters of our heart. Because when when we look back at the word of the Lord, when, when Jesus and Peter got in the boat and the winds died down, everyone in the boat worshiped Jesus saying, truly, you are the son of God. That's around verse 33, I believe, in Matthew 14. Um, and, and, and this this is very significant because, remember, Jesus has been doing miracles. But the thing is, no one praised Peter for his ability to put mind over matter. Everyone praised Jesus for demonstrating who he was. And that and that's what I want you to understand today is that, yes, you yes, you are anointed, but it is not your anointing. Yes, you are gifted, but it is not your gift. Yes, you are talented, but it is not your talent. It is God's ability in you that causes you to do the things that you're doing. And I'm saying that because the same grace that has been uh, lavishly uh, uh, placed upon or within your life, the same person that gave it to you is also the same one who's going to have to sustain you in the midst of using it. And sometimes we experience burnout because we forget where our help comes from. We experience burnout because we're doing everything's on our own accord. We're doing everything that we can. And, and again, it leaves us drained and frustrated and fatigued and tired and weary and worn. And sometimes as far as uh, dealing with feelings of suicide, suicidal issues and giving up, uh, depressed and oppressed with all because we fail to realize that it's God's will for our life. That should be the, 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 uh, the principle of everything, you know. Because truly, just as in Matthew 14, how walking on the water was no mental feat. And it was uh, most assuredly the supernatural power of God at work. You have to begin to see your life right now as a miracle. Understand that the things that you are doing right now are miraculous. There are there, there are people right now who dare to even think or to dream of doing the things that you are doing. That they don't even have the confidence that they can make it out of what they're in. But you've made it out of some pretty sketchy situations. You've made it out of some some horrible circumstances. You have made it out of some very damnable predicaments. And yet, because you made it out, your very life is a testimony to someone else that they can make it out as well. In Acts, you know, in Acts uh, chapter three, uh, I believe it's Peter and John. Um, that the that the grace of the Lord used to heal a man who had been unable to walk since he was born, and you know after the healing, um, you know the crowd began to gather, and and Peter began to explain what happened, and Peter says this. He says that by faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know was was made strong. It is Jesus' name, and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him as you can all see. 
I'm believing um, that here, here, and I believe that's Acts chapter three around uh, between verses two and from verses two through 16, um, that that's where we are right now. That the miracles that are about to take place in your life are miracles to where it's going to happen around those who know your story. You know, those that's been ridiculing you, those that's been putting you down, those that's been uh, 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 scandalizing your name, those has been uh, uh, falsely accusing you. That's where the miracle is going to take place in this season. Because just as the lame man did not practice mind over matter and in doing so overcame his disability, the same way it was faith in Jesus Christ that healed him. It's your faith in the Lord Jesus right now. That's going to cause you to overcome every obstacle It's going to cause you to soar higher heights than ever before is going to cause for you literally to, to move mountains out of your way because it's God's will. It's God's mind over the matters that are facing you because really the object of our faith is not our minds. It is the Lord Jesus. Yahweh Elohim El Shaddai God himself is the creator of the universe and he speaks things into existence and guess what we are made in his image and in his likeness God can change the course of nature with a thought and because we've been made in his image and in his likeness guess what you can change the very course of your life right now with a thought Never forget the way your mind goes, your body has no choice to follow. You know, simply putting your mind to it, focusing on an object until it to move, or thinking mind over matter does not negate reality. Yes, we do have limitations. But guess what? Only God has the power to overcome our limitations. Even in impossible situations and circumstances, when we are trusting him to accomplish his will, That is when he shows up the most. Glory to God. Even when we're trusting in him, when we're believing in him, having faith in him, knowing that it is he that has made us and not we ourselves, knowing that it is he that who was and is and is to come, knowing that it is God who said in Jeremiah 29 and 11, that I know the thoughts and the plans that I have towards you and my thoughts are of good and not of evil. My plan is to give you a hope in a future. My plan is for you to know that no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue that rises up against you in judgment. I, the Lord God, have already condemned it. So now it's up to you to condemn those things. You're not depressed. You're not lost. You're not, you're, you're not hopeless. You're not helpless. You're not a wimp. You're not a punk. You are mighty. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Greater is he that's in you than he that is in and of this world. So trust his plan. Endure the process, the process called life. And know that it is God's will, God's mind over every matter that presents itself to you. 
You're not in this by yourself. You're not alone. You're not abandoned. You're not rejected. God said in his word, I will never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. And because of that, you can take confidence in knowing just as Jesus told Peter to come. The father is now saying that to you today. Come, come higher, come higher in your thinking, come up higher in your believing, come up higher in your strategies and planning for your life, come up higher in the standard of living that you have. Because I, the Lord God, have not called you to live beneath the standard of my grace. No, my grace upon your life is going to cause you to win in areas that you have been accustomed to losing in. And this has been your Midday Momentum. God bless you. I'll be right back after this. I know life is hard right now. And it feel like you just can't make it. We just want to encourage you on today that you have victory. You're a champion. You will win. Just keep striving. You're going to make it. Say win. And your burdens. I know this thing is tough right now for you. But you just gotta keep believing and keep praying that you're gonna make it. You just gotta keep holding. No matter what comes your way, just keep striving. Come on. So remember that you have. Just remember that God is going to get the glory out of this thing. You're not alone. This is just your testimony, so don't give up. So you just got to keep holding. Come on. No matter what life brings your way, you just got to keep holding. Come on. Look your voice and say, hold on. What the doctor says, you just gotta keep holding. You shall live and not die. Just hold on. My God is bigger than cancer, so you just gotta keep holding. Come on, my God. Don't give up the fight. I know things are hard right now. And it feel like you just can't get ahead Problems are the problems in your life you're facing When would it end? God is going to finish it for you Just let him fight for you You're going to make it You can take it Come on Say don't give up We better going to do it for a night Just hold on Just believe He's with you Come on Say, don't give up the fight. Don't give up the fight. Leave it in the right night. Come on.
strong. You just be strong. Keep holding on. Thank you all again for joining me here on the Stay Focused Radio Show. This is Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist, and I pray that something that has been said today has opened your eyes to see God's love in a new capacity. Uh, I pray that every endeavor that is before you, um, not only that you accomplish it, but it fulfills some part of your life uh, that releases you onto the next big thing God wants you to do. Again, this is the Stay Focused Radio Show. I am Dr. E.C. Brown, and guess what? Uh, there's also an opportunity right now that you can help us out here at the Stay Focused Radio Show um, by simply uh, being a monthly contributor or a supporter. Uh, that link is in the bottom uh, of your screen. Uh, please follow all those prompts. Um, can't remember the the amounts, but uh, whatever you can sow into this uh, ministry, it is appreciated. You help us literally take the gospel, the love of God around the world um, in excellence. And so again, um, if you need anything, please feel free to email us here at stayfocused at edmundcbrown.org uh, or you can call us at 330-FOCUSED. Uh, again, that is 330-362-8633. And until next time, stay focused and get ready to experience the love of God. Get ready to encounter the glory of God. But more importantly, have fun as you live the abundant life Christ has established for you to have. God bless. Thanks for joining us this week on the Stay Focused Radio Show with Dr. E.C. Brown, your Kingdom Heart Specialist. Make sure to visit our website, www.edmundcbrown.org, where you can subscribe to the show as well as find us on Spotify iTunes, Apple Podcast, TuneIn, Anchor, FM and iHeartRadio so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on all platforms that you listen to us, or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you like this show you might want to check out the book that started it all entitled, Stay Focused, The Mandate to Manifest Spiritual Maturity Now, by Dr. Edmund C. Brown. Dr. E.C. Brown is available for bookings concerning mentorship, private coaching, or workshop clinician to help you and your staff navigate through today's current climate. Simply contact us at 330-FOCUSED, that's 330-362-8733. Thanks again for joining us and remember to stay focused as we advance the kingdom of heaven, one listener at a time. <laughs>